Hey everybody, it's your old pal Brian. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, please enjoy this little bonus clip that we removed from our last episode. It's about YouTube. It's a lot of fun. Truge and I like YouTube a lot, so we wanted to talk about it, and this was a digression we had. Uh, my microphone has not been working, so we haven't been recording, but uh, we'll be back in a few days with another full-length breakfast episode. Until then, please enjoy. <laughs> my YouTube series out for me and the hundredth episode <laughs> before I even conceive it. Cause I'm your manager kid. Don't you want to be a star? Um, none more black. I'm a golden God. Other music documentary references. I'm too tired to make right now. Don't you want fame and fortune? Uh, always. Let me give you that fame and those YouTube money. <laughs> yes. All the YouTube money. I'll, uh, I'll get to interview the president. Gotta get it while the getting's good kid. <laughs> Is the getting good right now though for YouTube? I don't know. I One day I want to be a YouTube scholar. You already are a YouTube scholar. <laughs> one day we'll look at this like particular point in history. I actually have a real theory about this. Mm-hmm. So in the 20s, there was like this oversaturation of jazz musicians that, and just like musicians in general, that the world just like hasn't seen up until that point. Um, one of my favorite stories... Uh, I forget exactly who the jazz artist was, but he went to school to be a jazz musician and had kind of planned on a doctor, like being a doctor as his backup. Like that's the way it was in the twenties. It was, there was such a demand for jazz musicians because everywhere you went, people wanted jazz to be playing. Um, which isn't just a stereotype of the twenties, I promise. Um, (laughs) but I have this theory. I I think we're going to look back on this part of history. Um, if, there's still a world in four years. Um, and we're going to think to ourselves that it was kind of like the twenties where like, there's so many people trying to go out and make like this overarching content. Um, and we'll look back on this time and be like, Oh man, we have like such an archive of all of this, like all of this media from like exact years. There'll be a Ken Burns documentary, but actually it's just, just an entire website and it's called YouTube. <laughs> uh, I'm, there's an article I'm going to put in the show notes by Gabby Dunn, who I saw at XOXO. She was amazing. Uh, it's about people who are too famous to have a normal job, but not famous enough to not have a normal job. Yeah, Rachel Whitehurst was in that article. Uh, it is infuriating that people who are so famous on YouTube cannot make money. And even though, like, there's a few people that make literally all of the money, like Casey Neistat and uh, PewDiePie. The fact that so many people, like, are on YouTube and inflating the fact that everyone's on YouTube, yet they're not making money for it. And it's infuriating to me. The economics of uh, right now in video and uh, podcasting and written media, just in general, are infuriating and fascinating to me. (laughs) It's so unevenly distributed. Mm -hmm. And it's like one of those, how do you even it out? Because it's like supposedly this sort of merit-based system that if you make good content, people will subscribe to you and people will listen to you. But it's also like the attention that each of those, like like in this instance, channels gets because like, you know, if you're PewDiePie, you are on the front page of YouTube whenever you post a video. Um, whereas any other channel, regardless of like how good of content they're making, are not going to be on the front page of YouTube every single time. So it kind of like makes this echo chamber of like the really popular people making videos that everybody sees 
And then if you have, like, less than a certain amount of followers, it's, like, really hard to break past the cap. Exactly. There's very few people that can make it from small to large anymore. Like uh, Simply Nail Logical, which is a channel you love that you got me into, is uh, somebody who started off very, very small and then just started making sillier and sillier and funnier and funnier and better videos until suddenly she hit like a certain inflection point and then just exploded. Like I don't know what that popcorn kernel point is. Even when I started watching Simply Nail Logical, it was because she had gotten her initial bump. I think I followed her when she had like... 300,000 subscribers. Um, and that's kind of when YouTube like takes notice of you. Like if you have 100,000 to 300,000, um, that's when you get put into a lot more people's feeds. Mm -hmm. And so I found her that way. Like it was just a recommended video. Um, and then I subscribed and now like she has, I don't even know, I think like over 3 million subscribers. Um, and then when you get to, so it, it, it creates this kind of like chamber where. You're part of the algorithm. Yeah. And it's like, I would, I would have never found her channel if it weren't for the algorithm at all. Yeah. It's fascinating to me that like on YouTube, especially, and there's the fact that podcasting versus YouTube, um, YouTube is much more closed and podcasting is so much more open and any efforts to close podcasts into specific ecosystems really hasn't been successful yet uh, in the mainstream at least maybe they're financially successful in ways that you don't really see but honestly the fact that you know anyone can just publish an RSS feed with an audio file like you're listening to right now hi everybody uh, that makes uh, that makes it so much more open and free rather than YouTube where everything is locked down and analytical and the algorithm is so important there's no algorithm in podcasts it's all word of mouth and the fact that there's so many people on youtube kind of inflating that one little ecosystem to the point where it is the ecosystem is scary and infuriating to me and there's been a lot of talk about how terribly youtube uh treats its uh creators and video producers because of the fact that they're the only show in town really let's talk about breakfast algorithms <laughs> got derailed several several times it's probably <laughs> that, that's gonna be the after show yeah okay great um oh crap where do we start then